The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown and & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Christmas lights from the, uh, the attic, you know? I just don't like it. That's the one thing that's depressing about this time of year, to know what's coming. I don't and like a... You, play, you jump the gun and play Halloween music. It's going to be 106 next week, so it's appropriate. Okay. But it feels like fall right now. Gloomy, yeah, back to school stuff last night. Oh, really? Yep. Kind of nice probably for parents to get the regular schedule back for the kiddos. Yeah. Yeah, so you don't have to babysit them all. No, yeah, you just... And school is good for kids, interactions and whatnot. Watch this. Skewel. Think about that. Skewel. S-K-E-W-L? I think, that's how you, I think that's how it's spelled. Okay. Well, this is a hauntingly beautiful song, It's though. not that beautiful. If you're ready for the beat It is drop. haunting. Here it drops. Yeah. <laughs> and it just, summer goes by in a blink, and winter lasts forever. I'm thinking because you have fun in the summer, so like the time goes by really fast. You're playing five-hour rounds of golf, hanging out, yeah. but in the winter you're sitting inside waiting for summer to hit. I know. So it seems like a take forever. The Masters, Doug, that's what you wait for. That's what you wait for, Doug. The, the Masters. Commercials, right when you hear the music on TV. Dogwoods and Pines. And then just about the time they get that wrapped up, it's 4th of July. Correct. And the next thing you know, it's the middle of August again. And then we're talking about Halloween with acoustic sessions? Yes, that's how it goes. Well, what should we do about it? At least with global warming, it's not as cold as it used to be. Nice. There's some positives. You know, I'm trying to, trying to find a silver lining. Uh, we're going to take two phone calls from ladies today, 636-900-4TMA. Uh, ladies only, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. 636-900-4TMA. Email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling. Email of the day, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. That email of the day comes your way. In an hour and 11 minutes, and it's brought to you by the great Seth Goldcamp and Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. Anytime you run into an air conditioning problem, make sure you go to designairservice.com. You click on the Book Now tab, and a service tech is out there quick, fast, and in a hurry. I had a listener email me on Friday, and, uh, and they said, I, my air conditioning is out. I think it might have been in a building that this uh, gentleman owned. Perhaps I can't recall the exact situation. Company called, gave him a price that was outlandish, said they couldn't come out until Monday, so that means he was just doomed this weekend. And I said, Hey, Seth, can you do me a favor? For Call this him listener. a favor, did you? Yep, for this listener. Did you know this guy? No. But you know what? He knows us, and therefore he's a friend. A paisan. We take care of our listeners. Well, Seth Goldcamp took care of us. Seth Goldcamp did, in yeah, this case. Yeah. Design yeah, air Tim called cool. Seth. Tim didn't have to do that. Tim could have said, don't bother me. Call Seth yourself. I'm in the middle of a golf tournament. Yeah. 
You get a lot of calls during your golf tournaments, don't you? Back in the a day. lot more from 2016 yeah. through 2021. <laughs> so when you call, those are fun calls. Very informative. You have those your phone were in your negative pocket. EV if I were gambling, I assure you. I played one round with Tim, and after the second hole, he goes, yeah, it's up to you. I'm, I'm going to be on these calls all day. Just, I'm like, you're going to play. Huh. And I guess Seth took care of him. He did. Of course he did. Design Air Heating and Cooling is online at designairservice.com. Jackson is going to be covering the mole people underneath Las Vegas uh, next week as he goes mm-hmm. out for the Circa Sports Book Festivities in Las Vegas. Jackson, oh, my goodness, I'm so excited for you. Yeah, thank you. I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be really fun. Nope. Uh, if you're going up to Las Vegas, uh, would it be going down or up? I guess down. You'd be Across? Going down. Over? Going over to Las Vegas? Out, out to out, Las Vegas. Yeah, I think that's west. it. Las Vegas. Out west, back east. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're going out to Las Vegas to see the mole people or otherwise, right. how about you enter in two of the major contests they got at Circus Sportsbook? Why would you enter in these contests? Oh, they just have $14 million in guaranteed Bill. prizes. $14 million in guaranteed prizes Bill. over at Circa Sportsbook. And there's no rake. So if the entries go above that guarantee, all extra money goes to the prize pool. First up, the Circa Millions. Six million in guaranteed prizes, 1,000 per entry, with a max of five entries per person. You must register in person at Circus Sportsbook in Nevada. Weekly picks can be made through a proxy they register with from anywhere. Pick five teams against the spread every week. Winner takes home $1 million. There are quarterly and season-long prizes to go along with it. The entry that does the worst wins a $100,000 booby prize. They also have the Circa Survivor Pool with $8 million guaranteed to the winner or winners. 1,000 per entry, max of 10 entries per person. Pick one team straight up every week to win. If the team loses or ties, the entry is eliminated. You can only pick each team once in a season. Go 20-0 or be the last person standing to win. All of this available over at Circa Sportsbook, where KG and O-Town and I will be at, oh, in about a week and some change. Wow. About eight days. We'll be out there. Yeah, any restaurant he picked out. Any restaurant he whatsoever. I hear there's a great steakhouse at Circa. So I, I think we'll do one steak dinner. Uh, I want to try to hit in and at some point. If I can't, you know, I won't be, you know, extremely upset. But I would like to hit it once, and then open to suggestions. I wouldn't mind getting a good Italian meal in. Esther's oh. Kitchen. What's Easy. That? Esther's Kitchen. Esther's Who is this Kitchen. Why yeah. they serving up Italian at Esther's? It's gourmet, ridiculously good Italian. Me and Madison right. went out there. Right. It's unreal good. And you wouldn't think with the name Esther's Kitchen. I don't like I the name. I was skeptical immediately, Jackson, but it was tremendous. No. It was right. so Where good. is that, Plowick? It's, uh, it's by Old Vegas, so, I mean, it probably would be a, an Uber for you, so depending on the availability of sure, what sure. you want to do as okay. well. But, man, it is. Tim, I'd recommend it. Right, so the building is kitchen. cool as hell, too. I like really? Nora's Italian. That's off the Strip, kind of a local place. Uh, Doug, would you say it's about two miles west of the Strip? I don't know where it is. I think I feel like it is. It's off West Flamingo. Uh, are you guys going to shave strokes? I was thinking about it. I don't know if we're going to have the time necessarily. I mean... Maybe on Thursday afternoon, or even Friday afternoon, we could. I would if I did it. It would rent clubs. I wouldn't bring my. I wouldn't do the travel smart, bag. Smart, smart, smart. I'm sure they have good rental clubs. Oh out there, yeah, some for of those. sure. So. Can you play out there and not spend three hundred dollars? Yes, hundred yeah. percent. You can. Yeah. You know, I was looking at a uh, kind of off topic, on topic a little bit. Uh, me and Madison to think about going out to um, Arizona in early October, and oh, I was looking at she wanted to. 
me to golf, and I said, well, I'll look it up. It's expensive to golf out in Arizona. Yeah. I should have known that. About the, 180, during season. Yeah, it was like 180 bucks, I think, Ugh. to play 18. And I, you might get bitten by a rattler. Right. I don't mind that. I, I kind of like. You don't nature. mind that. I don't. Well, I don't mind the the, the enhan- Well, I told you we saw like four or five rattlers uh, out there at Bear Lake there in Rocky Mountain. So we were by a bunch of them. But I no, don't like the ex- rattlers. I would. I, I wanted to golf in Vegas last time. I didn't. So yeah. That, I hope, hope he does. This would be because I have buddies who play in Phoenix every year in August because the prices are a quarter of what they are in February. So they do that, and they almost sweat to death, but they do it. I assume Vegas probably has non-peak prices as well. I don't know, though. I've never been. So Vegas gets pretty cold in the winter, though, doesn't it? But during the day, it gets, it's in the 60s or 70s, isn't it? That's like no. the desert. It gets cold at night. I think no. they have some cold weather in Vegas. Yeah. When I was, the two Januaries I was there, uh, the high was like low 50s. Oh, wow. All right. Low 30 or mid-30s. They had snow like two weeks before we Got there last year, or last time I was there. So not a lot of snow, but it's chilly. Yeah. yeah, it probably is cheaper to golf then. Probably a lot cheaper. In the winter, you're saying? Yeah. Oh, well, never mind. Then I'll have to pay full price. Oh, yeah. Maybe you can sneak on. Start on the second hole. <laughs> it's always a good one. Yeah. Good idea, Jackson. I bet the Rental Club 7-iron will be the hybrid. You could probably get it up to 145 yards at least. That's from Mr. Siders. Very critical of Jackson's ability to hit a 7-iron. If anyone wants to play, like, just let me know. Oh, Doug. Yeah, you're calling he, out the list. Yeah, now. I mean, now it's Iggy's uh, move. Now you're no, start... I mean, I'm just saying, like, you, you can talk crazy on a text line, but when you get out onto the sod, let's see if you can back it well, up. I like that, the sod. Put your money where your golf is. I mean, just, you know. Huh. Everyone can talk tough over text. Yeah. So you and Mr. Siders are going to go heads up? Where are you for the play? Wherever he wants. You can choose. You can get him on at the log. Right. Yeah. I, I don't Siders, I don't bring yeah. out people I don't know there. Just a, you know, I don't want to ruin my reputation there yeah. or a bogey. Mm-hmm. Um, you belong to both? Well, I mean, you want to get a full 18 in. Yeah. You don't even have to belong, I assume. You just show up and they go, oh, hello, Rick. Like this way. <laughs> I think they have... <laughs> What is it, like moonlight packages to where you could... (laughs) (laughs) Twilight golf at the bogey club. Hot deals. Steven Wildwood says he's up for it. He wants to play you. Whenever. Whenever. Wow. Jackson's taking all comers. Steve would probably get, what, 12 to 15 strokes? Jackson's down to like a 7 or 8 index. Oh, okay. He can't beat your chest and say, I beat anybody if they're giving you strokes. A stroke a hole, I think. I share Doug's sentiment. No, either you play him straight up or or you don't play him. Me and Stephen Wildwood would be the most. Uh, we're the most even in terms of playing straight up. I played Steve I straight up, and I just got trash for it. I think I would play Steve straight up because I have holes that I would get nines and tens on. Well, if it's in a tournament where handicaps are figured in, and you know going in this is the deal, but if it's just a guy calling you out, telling you you're not a very good player, and then he wants to go play you, and and you got to give him 15 strokes, sorry, that doesn't cut it. Uh, Dogtown Ty says, I'm in Jackson, always down for a little cash game. I would uh, I would be fading that right now, Jackson. I'm not playing, yeah. Dogtown Ty dog is uh, trending. Does he don't play? Is he one of those guys? He, he does play or he don't play? Isn't he like a two, though? I uh, I could probably get a couple pops off of him. That's a handful. I forgot oh. what pro it was. Um, Julius Burroughs? No. He Dow was, Finster- he was fairly good, like. Eight years ago, and then he kind of oh. fell off the map. 
um, it'll come to me in a minute. Okay. But he played in a he Bang played in a, he played in a scramble with uh, three of his friends, and he put it down as an eight handicap. And he was a former PGA player, and I think they won like twenty four under or something. And then they found out who this guy was. Where was this? Yeah, this summer. No. Was he a tour pro or like just a PGA professional? No, I think he's got a. I think he's got a win on tour. Oh, jeez. Um, but nobody knew sneak we, that one past. Nobody him. knew who he was. I mean, he wasn't a, a guy that's on TV every week. And I don't think. He and used, they didn't get suspicious after a while. I don't, think he, while I don't think he used his real name. Well, they did, and that's why they questioned him. And somebody said, "You know what that is?" And they found out, and he was. Who was it? I can't think of it. We need a name. I'll, I'll Google PJ. Ben, ben Martin, Robert Streb, Ryan Moore. I'm looking at the 2014 winners. No. Just read the entire. Jimmy Walker, flipping. Bill Haas. No. James Hahn. Matt Every. PGA Pro says he's in eight handicaps. <laughs> See what comes up. Yeah, tough one. Okay. Troy Merritt. <laughs> Jordan Spieth. Could have been him. <laughs> Someone would have recognized him and uh, said, wait a minute, he's not an eight. <laughs> oh, it's, he's a five-time PGA Tour winner. Who is it? I'm bringing it up. Russell Knox. Is there a lot of net scrambles going around? <laughs> Fabio Gomez. I don't know. Can we get a name, please? Brendan Grace. The audience is raging about this story. William McGurk. (laughs) J.B. Holmes. Ah. That's it? Just texted him like six minutes ago. He was listed as an 8.8 according to the picture I got yesterday. So this guy was five wins on the tour and probably worth millions of dollars. He decided to cheat at a scramble. Yeah, decided to sandbag a scramble. (laughs) He said he was an 8.8. J.B. Holmes. I'm looking for his last win. Is it possible that he was injured or something and, and wasn't playing anywhere close to his old self? Couldn't the tour pro play with, like, only their right hand and be an eight handicap? I, that's just uh, the story I, I got. Man, he won the Genesis in 2019. I wasn't, I wasn't there. He, he was infamous for slow play is what he's known and for. And just that, just winning a tournament in 2019 was probably worth more than a million, right? Oh, a million or yeah, two? The Especially the Genesis. Yeah. 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 You guys need a sponsor for when Pockets interrupts the conversation. It leads to absolutely awful radio. That's from Mr. Slay. I didn't interrupt it. We were talking about handicaps and playing yeah, people, we and I brought up a guy, J.B. Holmes, who said he was an 8.8. Yeah, but it took us for a while to get there. Well, I couldn't think of his name. Okay. <laughs> got to be tour earned. He's kind of a Hoosier-looking guy. He could what fit right into a scramble. Nobody knew yeah. who he was. If you put four really good pros together on a scramble team, what do you think they could shoot on it? Like I mean, 24, uh, 25 under, probably about right. They would eagle every par four. If it was a par 72, they'd probably, one of them would get a hole in one Eagle some every point. par four? Somebody <laughs> knocking in from the... I don't know. That somebody would chip every, one every in for an eagle. Jar in the 120 no, yard. Eagle every par five, probably throwing one hole in one, and there'd probably be some par fours they could drive. So, Dude, 18, GB. 20, probably 25 under. He's made $28 million on the tour. <laughs> $28 million. <laughs> he, he had a cheap... And he's sandbagging he Dennis. Cheat on a $200 gift card of <laughs> Bass Pro Shop. Cheating somebody who needed a loan to pay his $150 interest fee. 2016, he earned $4 million. The year after that, 3 And the year prior to that, 2.3. So, like, he had that three- or four-year run where he made a ton of money. He ran out of money. He needed to play in that scramble and... Get that pro shop discount. He's made fifty-eight thousand this year, and it. Yeah, it's probably forty thousand. Was that that scramble? <laughs> <laughs> made forty thousand in a scramble. I'd I would cheat too. Okay, <laughs> hey, give me a couple of JB Holmes yeah. on my squad if I'm making. I mean, there's got to be something involved, or he wouldn't have 
cheated. So there's an 8.8 .8 to play in a scramble with some buddies. That's what I'm saying. Like, is, do, do they do net scrambles? You guys going in 45 under? Uh, maybe it was a member guest. If it was best ball, it sense. <laughs> I love the picture now. on Twitter of this scramble team that was like 23 under and just two and overweight getting, and getting pops. <laughs> yeah. You see, so we figured out if pros got together, they might get to like 24 under. And yet, every time you go to a scramble, somebody comes in with 18 under, 19 under. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you come in th 13, 14 under, you're like, yeah. yeah that's and you got like close. 12. Come on. Well, it's because mostly they never run out of mulligans for some reason. How many mulligans you mulligans? buy? What I bought, I bought two. They just keep putting. I bought two mulligans, but they yeah. all take like eight shots. So we still got a mulligan? Yeah, I think we got four left. Yeah. Put it five more times. Didn't you just say you bought two? Gatesworth him. That's oh. from TJ. I'm sorry. <laughs> Need to be hauled off to the Gatesworth? Well, we had a nice little you conversation about J.B. Holmes. Come in here and each grab an elbow. And <laughs> you imagine that the Gatesworth. New, that's the new 911. Is uh, like you call like Gatesworth to go. Yeah, we got a guy at Starbucks. It's taking 25 minutes. He needs to be Gatesworth. Doors gonna open up. Two guys with a wheelchair. Uh, Strut, yeah. come on, let's go. Yeah. You, you're Get the out. guy. Okay. There could be a silver alert out there for you right now. <laughs> what does that mean? Silver alert. It means a senior citizen is wandering lost. around lost. <laughs> yeah. We had a ton of those in silver camp, alert. man. Uh, I find that funny. Gates worth them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. An absolute screeching halt. That's from glove blogger. Tom Trey. Mm. What was a screeching halt? We actually had a nice conversation about J.B. Holmes cheating. We had a wonderful conversation. Plowsy's pointing out how much money he's made. $25 million is a lot of money. Doug was talking is about the, people uh... at Cheetah Scrambles. We had a nice little conversation about nobody, it. Nobody, I mean, nobody asked for this story. That's oh. from the Oakville, Oakville mobster. Well, I didn't, we're not taking requests from you. <laughs> no, we're not. What we want to talk about. A gentleman could retire very, very easily and comfortably on $28 million. <laughs> but he probably made that by the time he was 35. Yeah, text in again. That's, what would you like us life, to talk about? Lifetime uh, of leisure. Mobster were taking requests. Yeah, go ahead. What would you like to talk about? I can't wait to see this topic. Yeah, ripping. Uh, uh, <laughs> great, great job of the Cardinals last night. Uh, Michaelis looked good. Uh, I'm done talking about the Yeah, we'll never talk about the Cardinals until they do something. We're done talking about them, right? Yeah. I don't care what they do. Wainwright's not going to get 200. He may get 200 earned this year mm. over 200 wins. Oh. Well, while we wait for Oakville, because we're not going to talk until he brings up a topic. Oh. You ever have a dream where it's so... There's a new topic? <laughs> we're, waiting for, we're waiting for Beer Cat to set the tone of the show? No, this this happened last night. But do you ever have a dream? I've had some pretty good dreams lately. Just <laughs> kind of nondescript, just kind of fun dreams. What kind of dream? You ever have a dream where you just... It's so, it's so vivid. When you wake up, you say, Oh, thank God that was a dream. Sure, yeah. I had one last night that uh, was at Hedo. Of course. Um, <laughs> wow. No, there's no women. There's a nightmare. There's no women involved in it. Oh, Makes it odd. But I just, I just get a key and I walk into this room and I think it's empty. I'm just, I'm sneaking in. Um, and as I open the door, some guy jumps out of bed and wants to punch me. What are you doing here, man? Reasonable. And he's got his fist right in my face. And yeah. I said, wait, wait, I'm, I'm your roommate. <laughs> what, man? I'm going to kill you. I said, no, no, I'm a, I'm a, don't you know about this uh, roommate thing? If, you know, if you don't pay for a single and you get a roommate, he comes in. I didn't ask for a roommate. He's <laughs> just got his fist right in my face. And I finally said, no, man, this is, I'm your roommate. Yeah. You ever been to Hito before? No. He said, I've been here 18 times, 20 times. You know the routine. You're in for a great, you're in for a great time. Let me tell you about it. 
So, so, we, how did it so we walk out, and he says, I want to find somebody. I don't think you're my roommate. Snuck into my room. I said, no, we're roommates, bud. Come on, let's go. Bud. But then we got out, and he said, by the way, where's your luggage? I said, I think they're bringing it up. And then I ran, and he started chasing me. I got away from him, but I left my wallet in his room. I had to get back into the room. And I didn't have a key, and I was going crazy because I didn't have a wallet. And there, all the security is chasing me around Hito trying to get me out. And I woke up. I said, God, thank God that was a dream. Heck of a dream, sounds like a, sounds Heck like a of a dream. Now you can say screeching halt because that really wasn't a great story. What the absolute <laughs> damn hell is happening? That's from Dervis Perry. Gates worth him. <laughs> Maybe this actually did happen, and that's why you don't go to Hito anymore. No, Maybe I very it. rarely have dreams where I wake up and I, I'm, oh, thank God that was a dream. Oakville mobster said I would have responded faster, but I was replying all to a company-wide email. All right, well, what's your topic? You, you, answer, you just answered that, so you just got in there, so answer the question. What would you like to talk about? What's your exciting topic for us? Stephen Wildwood says, I'm speechless. Jesus. He sounds defeated. <laughs> well, you can call in and kill 30 minutes. Go ahead. I can go out and smoke and miss nothing. I told you about the dream where I, I was so vivid of winning the lottery, I actually woke up at like 3 in the morning and I checked my bank account. Really? It's like one of the only, I never dream either. Like I, I just, when I pass out. I'm out. Yeah, I'm that's, a a, that's a vivid one there. But yeah, like I actually woke up excited. Yeah. Check my bank account. The only time I ever like got bamboozled by a dream. Good thing you didn't text him and say I'm done. I, I know. I'm glad, I'm glad I checked it before I burned all my bridges for sure. <laughs> Guys, this made-up dream is the worst moment in this show's 19-year history. It's from Mr. Six Three. It wasn't. A made, it wasn't a made-up dream. We it's almost very, on 20. It was very scary. I thought I was getting smashed. Hijacking and a hissing. Hissing and a hijacking. It's Ken the Dreamin' Possum. That's from Colts beat writer Brian Hinch. Ken the Dreamin' Make him stop. Dumbest story ever. Everyone has dumb dreams. Yours are just more Hoosier. And at a sixth grade reading level. That's from Milagro to Kill this oh, during the month of January. Yeah. Well, I wasn't Beer reading cats. anything. I was just saying what the dream was. Nothing to read. So you really do have to have a male roommate at Hino? No, you don't have to, but you have to pay extra if you want to be a single. But if you don't, some guys... Isn't it worth it? Some guys sign up. <laughs> well, some guys don't have a lot of money, and they don't care if they have a roommate. They sign up for share. How much extra is now, it Now, there's to a be chance a, you don't a get single. a roommate, and you save the money. You sign up for... How a, much extra for a single? I don't know. I've never paid for that. You've always had a roommate? No. no I couldn't I imagine paying last to live with you. I always had a discount, so I don't know like what... It's a hostel. <laughs> but I told you the story. The one guy did get a roommate, and, he's, and we're sitting on the beach, and I guess this is awful. This guy, he's like 300 pounds. He sweats. All he's doing all night is farting. Oh, he says, I can't take anymore. I said, why'd you get a roommate? He goes, it's cheaper. I thought maybe I'd get a nice guy. This guy's a pig. He said, well. Of all places where you wouldn't want a roommate, isn't Hito right there at the top yeah, of the list? Yeah, I would think so, yeah. Especially if you're naked all the time and you're on the nude side and this guy's got hair all over the place. Oh, bear. <laughs> 300 pounds sweating, farting bear. Oh, Billy, 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 Billy. Doug driving the ball through the yards is cool. It impresses your buddies, but scoring them out is getting the ball in the hole. How many times have you had a great drive only to miss the green, skull a chip, and three putt your way to a double bogey? Two or players get up and down two thirds of the time. Scratch golfers still only get up and down about half the time. Thus, the best way to lower your scores is to improve your short game. And that's why tour players like John Rahm and Max Homa have installed Celebrity Greens in their backyards. Call Clubhouse Turf, St. Louis's exclusive partner of Celebrity Greens, Golf Digest Best in Golf, and start improving your game today. Or online at clubhouseturf.com. Call 314-834-2339. I had him out to the house last week, Doug. 
Did you? Have you I, decided? Uh, they are going to send me uh, a bid and uh, map out how it would look. And uh, I can't imagine getting better. I think players in St. Louis aren't ready for me to be better. I wouldn't think so, well, no. for Jameson to get on the, the Missouri golf that's, team. That's exactly right, yeah. He wants to go to Missouri and play golf, so that's why we're going to get a clubhouse turf in our backyard. It's clubhouseturf.com. Call 314-834-2339 and let them know TMA sent you their way. It's clubhouseturf.com. And it's something you should probably think about. And then after you win your golf championships, you go to Ted Drew's and you celebrate. That's what I did on uh, Saturday evening with my uh, wife. Went and got City Red, the new concrete, celebrating the doggies this year. City Red is Ted's famous frozen vanilla custard along with maraschino cherries, coconut flakes, and Dad's scotch oatmeal cookies. Oh, so delicious. Still have one in the freezer right now. Would you call it the icebox or the freezer? Freezer. Mm-hmm. Icebox. Oh, there you go. Your choice doesn't matter. Didn't get a Sunda. Did get a couple concretes. Sunda. It's Ted Drew's on South Grand and on Chippewa. It is uh, really good, guys. And then I would and also girls. say gals. Yeah. yeah. Ted Drew's. Think well, about su- that. Sunday is spelled S-U-N-D-A-E. How do you get duh out of the last syllable D-A-E? E silent. Your tongue is frozen from all the good treats. Instead of Sunday, you say Sunday. No, if it was S U N D U H, you'd say Sunday. S U N D A E, that's Sunday. That's a Midwest thing. It isn't. It's Sunday. By the way, speaking of uh, getting that done in your backyard, uh, I got a good feeling about Max Homa this week. What in the world? Well, you said Max Homa and John Rahm have one in their backyard. You mentioned Homa. I just have a good feeling about Homa this week. Why? I don't know. Yep. Probably going to put him on my team. Are you? <laughs> well, it's random who I get. I don't know. Why would you have a good feeling about Max Homa? No, he's due. He's been playing good, and he hasn't really won a big event. Okay. Tell you what, Barstool would love that. Why? God. Him and Kucher. Those are basically the two love interests. Oh, I think Amanda Balionis loves Max Homa. I think everybody likes him. He's got a great personality. He's good. I, I mean, she's one of his. She's one of his favorites. She's always tweeting at him. And okay, <laughs> I don't think a up. lot about Max Homa. I guess I'm the only one here well, who doesn't Tim have good his feelings name up about in the him. Live read, so I, don't I just think I don't thought think about Max it. Homa. I'm waiting for this douchebag to send us a topic. I, <laughs> I completely have given up this guy. That's from Stephen Wildwood. Doug, it sounds like he's giving up, too. Arbor Day left the show, and Stephen Wildwood left the show. Well, I'm sure you're happy. You got a big vote of confidence from the walrus people on the fan page. Mm. They all love you, so you got that going for you. You weren't today. happy with the poll that came out yesterday? <laughs> well, I knew it was going to happen. Oh. Well, you know, once you put a poll up there, there's no telling how people might vote. Doug, there is a poll up there asking if you're a boomer. Uh, I guess that's based on... Uh, How'd that even come up? Those... We were talking about separating the age groups into different categories. Okay. Uh, Couldn't you just say the age group? What is a boomer? What's the age? Uh, it's right after the war. Right. You would have been born in like... 81% of the people say no, they are not on the fan page. Why yeah. would you? Who cares? What? what kind of a poll is that? I'm not. I'm going to vote. I'm not. No. God almighty. Baby boomers are people born between 1946 and 64. Yeah, I want you to say that. Were you born between 46 and 64, yes or no? 
great poll. Another, well, another great topic. Yeah, on I'm page. surprised it goes as far as 64. I guess it does. If Steve left the show, the show would get a lot better. His calls are the worst. That's from Peg Diaz. Oh, did you vote? Uh, Peg Diaz, did you vote? Did you read the free report? That'd be a better poll. <laughs> I, I brought it up because the fan page is full of dumbass boomer humor. That's from Mr. Licks. Pawpaw took his Adderall this morning. That's from Babe Truth. I don't even know what that does. I haven't taken Adderall. I don't know what that does for you. I think it's for ADD or ADHD. I don't either. have that. Well, then you wouldn't need it. I think it's a, it's a form of speed, isn't it? It's a methamphetamine. I don't know. Don't kids take that in school? That's like what they give them now. If they can't learn, they figure it's... It's not if they can't learn. It's just that that's become the solution to any boy that's got too much energy. Oh, he needs to be on drugs. I'm prescribed to it. You think you really need it? I don't take it anymore. Yeah, good for you. What'd your grandma think? I don't don't know. know. I haven't talked to her yet. There's just way too many. (laughs) I mean... You know, I have Hulu, and I have to watch the commercials. I'm not going to pay extra for no commercials. What's going on? And I swear to God. What? We're talking what? about Adderall and well, kids God, on drugs. You just, yeah, this you is just, a great topic. You never let me, you never let me finish. <laughs> if you let me finish, it tied right into what you're like talking about. Let you finish. You know, I missed the transition. You don't transition. let Iggy talk. I missed the transition. You never let me talk. Pissing me off. Sorry. But it's usually like a minute and a half commercial break. At least 45 seconds of these commercials are all about pharmaceutical drugs. Oh, well, duh. That's who's making all the money. That's every, yeah, that's like But there's drugs for the everything. Yes. yes. You, turn you, it does off. Does your skin itch? Here, try this. And the, and the side effects are death, heart attack. Here. I'd rather have, I'd rather itch. Dude, the soap opera from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., oh, my God. Well, then you're, you're it's reaching It's all mostly... insurance companies. It's all life insurance. because you're reaching an older audience. There's an older audience watching that, so these are the ads that would cater to them. Well, they don't know that I'm in my early 30s and I watch Wheel of Fortune and go to bed at 7. So they need to appeal to more of a well, broader yeah. audience. But you're the outlier. Get to the effing point! You don't shut up! <laughs> oh. Stephen Wildwood has lost it. Gosh. I got to the point. Did you give me more than five seconds to bring up the point about pres- how many prescriptions you on? We can talk about that. <laughs> oh, prescription battles. Oh. It's not really a bad thing. on a lot of prescriptions. No, I mean, it was just it was a topic Doug brought up about Adderall, and I talked this. Yeah. Every commercial I see is all about prescription drugs. Jackson, your favorite texter, Don Hoffman, is the giving Don. a review of the program this morning. And he says, guys, I've been listening to this show since 2004. This has been the most bizarre segment I can remember. It's an instant best of. Thanks. That's from Don Hoffman. Mm. I'll be that. deciding that. It was here in eight months. Yeah, so. it might go into the skeleton in a couple of years. I'm on December of 22 right now editing. So it'll be in there. I just won't talk. I'm, I'm waiting for Oakville to give you your topic. Uh, pale. Amphetamine is a little different than methamphetamine. Either way, I just like sprinkle either on my crank. Will you snort it before I enter your friends? That's Gosh. from the recovering alcoholic. He had recovered from, from a dirt thing. I know it's an amphetamine. That's why I said it's an amphetamine. I didn't say it was a methamphetamine. It, it would literally say on my prescription bottle, amphetamine salts. Yeah. Five milligrams of it. And then I'd be wired like a... Oh, it was unbelievable. Right. I think they give it out too liberally now to kids. Probably. I, I, I was started on too heavy of a dose, I think. Yeah. Because I, I took it for about a month because I was doing poorly in some classes, and I dropped about... 15 pounds to a t- 
tight little 145. Oh, Ooh, well, this was in high, sc- high school. Well, yeah, because I was playing basketball, so I would you know barely eat all day and then have two and a half hours of rigorous exercise. So I was hemorrhaging calories and not taking any in. But that's when you took the Adderall? Well, I was taking it during school. Yeah. Prescribed some, it. I was prescribed the drug. Do some people take that as a diet pill then, if you're going to lose all that weight? Yeah, I wouldn't suggest it. The big diet pill now is that Ozempic? Yeah. Is it meant for diabetes? Mm-hmm. Oh. People are losing lots that's of weight. A billion, that. That's a trillion-dollar drug. I watched the Sunday morning special on that a month or two ago before it was. People without insurance, man, it's like fourteen, fifteen hundred bucks a month, I think. Oh, is and it lady, really? And the lady that was featured, uh, it was just got off of her insurance in the last few months, and she's doing it like a like nothing because she's lost fifty pounds in two months. And she doesn't have diet, like, and she can eat, like, whatever she wants. Right. It's insane. Yeah. There's a lot of people taking that. But that dude didn't count. Uh, Doug Caller Adam would like to talk about it, and he is with us. Oh, you want to hear no. from him? So here he I is. This is Caller Adam. Yeah, I would like to comment. Thanks, Tim. Uh, so I am uniquely capable of commenting on pills. I When I took Lexapro, I couldn't orgasm for the life of me. I would stay hard, but I couldn't orgasm. Oh. <laughs> What's that medicine for? No, it's my turn. And when I so, what's Adderall, the medicine for? You can't just give out a, a name of I don't a. No, Doug, I was depressed. Like, what do you want me to talk about it? I don't want to talk about it. Well, you called you in to I talk do... about it. We ought to know what the p- wanna, pills I, for. I didn't want to talk about why I took it. Don't worry about that. Well, I am I worried about Adderall. it. I took Adderall when I got a promotion at work, just like Jackie Boy just talked about, and I couldn't focus. I couldn't keep up. And so I took Adderall, and then I was orgasming too much. Oh, there was gosh. too many orgasms. And so now I'm not on anything. I'm straight. I'm just taking a raw dog in life, and it's working pretty good. I get my about two to three orgasms a week, and that's good for me. And that's and that, that's all I'm saying is, like, sometimes pills help you understand what the middle is because you don't know what the middle is sometimes. And then I need – I didn't. that's not why I called in, though. Well, why the hell did you call in? Well, you guys were talking about this while I was on. Jackie had me on hold for 30 minutes. Okay, well, what is it you want to say? Can you take Lexapro so I, to get a boner? I, I did not take Lexapro to get a boner. No one does that. I took Lexapro to feel happy and to feel less anxious about things because I was, I was very anxious about things. When I was fresh out of high school and I didn't go to college, I was just working, and I just was super nervous and anxious about everything. So I took Lexapro to try to, like, balance that out. Because all my parents told me to do was pray about it. And let me tell you something, buddy, that doesn't work. No. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is, Kenny, have you ever cooked Wagyu steak? I, one of the oh. rich neighbors in Pasadena Hills gave us Wagyu steak, and we had it the other night. It was amazing. Yeah, it's very. I never cooked it because I can't afford it. But I've had it uh, at Wagyu uh, ribeye at uh, Craft Steakhouse out in Vegas. Wow. It's, it's, it's a dry. It's aged for longer. It's and the it's best rib I ever fat. had. Can I ask the dais what their belief systems are? Like, do you, if you believe in a deity, I don't. But do you? I'll start with uh, Darren. What does that have to do with Wagyu beef? <laughs> I, ha- I have zero beliefs, Adam. Hell yeah, D- Doug. Uh, I'm I'm open. I don't I don't know. I don't claim Ooh. to have all the answers. Okay. So, I don't know. You're agnostic. So you're, you're wide agnostic. open. Kenny. Uh, yeah, I believe in God and I believe in heaven. I pray every night. So yeah. That's messed up. Tim. Well, I would be agnostic as well. All right. Uh, 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 Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with flesh. He needs more medication, not less. He needs more. 
Whatever they took him off, put him back on. It sounded like Lexapro gave him a constant boner. I, I think he was probably embellishing that part. Of the <laughs> yeah, story. I think so, but I'm just playing along. I, I love work. Uh, I love Adderall. Work production up, alcohol consumption up, gay sex up. Let's effing go. That's from Father Brown Eye. Mm. Plowsy believes in the deity of Drinkowitz. That's from Uncle Cucker. Yeah, in drink we trust. Alexapro uh, is an antidepressant. I work in a pharmacy. That's from Aaron and the Chuck. She's the one with the nipple rings. Down. Okay. Caller Adam, Stephen Wildwood, callers 1A and 1B. That's from Dogtown Ty. That's all we need to know. I have I have one medicine I'm supposed to take, Humira. I, I don't know if I've told you guys this. The price, if you don't have insurance, $7,000 a month. What? 7000 For what? Yeah, Humira. Doing that. What's it with insurance? Uh, well, for a while, I paid $5 a month. Then it's $0 a month. But now, because I have to go to Medicare for a whole bunch of reasons, it would be about 1500 or No, about $2,000 a month. So I'm not going to take it. That's for two shots a month. Two. $7,000 a month. It's the biggest uh, grossing drug in the world. My God. <laughs> 84K annually. How do you do? Yeah. Oh, my. You think anyone pays that? Anybody? It's like a street drug. No, I think if you don't have right? insurance, you probably Dude, that's like a heroin addiction. Now, when I had COVID, they wanted me to take this thing, and I took it because they told me to do it. Uh, but it was free. I went to the pharmacy. I said, yeah, no charge. So what, kind of, what kind of a drug is this? You're not even charging me. Well, was the, the COVID vaccination? No, it was some pill that they came up with. I don't know. Just a pill that you don't know what it was. I just did what they told me to Bills, do. I just did what they told me to do. Bills, pills. Bill yeah. Pharmacy. If you take, if you take this, it'll, it'll, it won't be as bad. It'll go quicker. I said, okay, I'll take it. Bills, pills. I got okay. to the pharmacy. I gave her my insurance card. She goes, no, it's free of charge. I said, oh, thank you. This must be a great pill. You don't even have to charge for it. That's what drug dealers in the hood do. They give it to you for free first. Yeah. Get that taste. Oh, Get that yeah. taste taste. Watch yeah. the wire. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, I would recommend uh, trying this instead of uh, messing with street drugs, and that is uh, Chris Schaefer's World Championship Barbecue, Doug. He's a three-time World Championship Barbecue winner, and he is the owner and operator of Heavy Smoke. Online at heavysmokebbq.com. He competes almost every weekend around the country in the biggest barbecue competitions. Heavy Smoke is right off I-70 in St. Peter's at Cave Springs. On the Outer Road, Chris's meat is the most succulent, slow-cooked, perfect party in your mouth you've ever experienced. He has homemade sides. The man's a barbecue genius, and he caters at HeavySmokeBBQ.com. That's HeavySmokeBBQ.com.
TMALister.com. Don't forget to compete for the TMA Lister of the Month. Apply. It takes you about a minute. Don't even have to use your real name at TMASTL.com. Welcome to a brighter side of tequila with Milagro. It's the TMA Lister of the Month presented to you by Milagro Tequila. You want to play golf with me? The only way you could ever possibly do that is by winning a contest. Tee it up on the Ascension Charity Classic Tournament course a day after. PGA Tour champions enter on the TMA app for a chance to win a round of golf for you and a guest at Norwood Hills Country Club to play with the one and only Tim McKernan. God, can you imagine that, Doug? You want to talk to him? Just to play with you. I can't. Uh, that is uh, That's a small print. Don't talk to Tim while you're playing. There's a there's a waiver that council will uh, have them sign. And they have to tip you, no doubt. Um, no, I'm already pretty set. Tim. Oh, yeah, this NDA is thick. you got to get there an hour thick. early Tim with will be your walking. lawyer. About You'll be in a car. Tim will be walking. And yeah, if I mean, happen, Wellington will be on my bag. If you happen to drive it next to Tim, you stand 30 yards behind him while he hits. That's correct. I really wish we could get, like, rent a helicopter for an hour and really Dunk have... Dunktown Ties Flying Sibian. I, I think having Tim land in a helicopter with a golf wouldn't bag. Be right. That wouldn't be bad. Because uh-huh. right, that is kind of a pain in the ass to get from Kirkwood to Norwood right. Hills. Sunglasses, stern expression on his face. I'm here and I mean business. Right. And they're expected to throw hosannas at your feet. They're, they're welcome to from three holes behind. Winners will receive Ascension Charity Classic swag with lunch and drinks included on the course. And another TMA STL app contest win tickets. On the TMA app, promo code is BLUES to the Blues game on November 7th against the Winnipeg Jets. It's retro long sleeve t-shirt night. Single game tickets for the Blues 2023-2024 season go on sale this Friday, August 18th at 10 a.m. Check out the full promotion schedule and to secure your seats for the upcoming season, visit stlouisblues.com today. And you should think about it. Let me tell you something about that swag, too, that you're going to get from Ascension. I think it's, I think, if unless they change it, they use Peter Millar. So it's nice, uh, nice swag. Doug, there you go. Okay. And you get to play with Tim. Yeah, imagine that. Doug, I think yeah. I'm playing the best golf of my life right now. Are you really? I do. Didn't necessarily do that with you guys last week at Glen Echo. Oh, you played really well there. It was fine, but I'm, I'm, I think I can, I think I can get, I think I can get down low, and then it's kind of like, well, what the hell's the point? I was saying that on QFTA yesterday. Like, like I remember saying to Andy Van Slyke, so you got into golf. What happened? No, I won the club championship. Then what happened? He goes, I don't know. I figured I'd go do something else afterwards. I go, God, that's kind of it. But for me, it's a personal goal. I don't know. He won the club championship? Well, I can't win our club championship. What, what club did, championship did he win? I think he was at Old Hickory, if I'm not mistaken. Do you know that, Iggy? I feel like mm-hmm. he was. He's played right or left handed. I never knew. What's he that? Had... There's some ball strikers out of Old Hickory. Mm-hmm. I never knew he got that good. Oh, yeah. Does he play right or left handed? I've played with him. I. God, I don't recall. It's been a while. Is he a left-handed hitter? Yeah, absolutely. Course, but a right-handed thrower. I don't recall. I want to say left-handed. I don't know. And he's far more muscle-bound than he was. Yeah, as I know. A this this I bet is he hits this. Four hundred yards. Right. When I played with him, it was a long time ago. So then, you know, he's gotten all ripped up since then. No. So um, who else? Uh, well, there's nothing wrong with trying to get better each day. I mean, you may, oh. you may get down to a two. I want to be a scratch. Get down to scratch. I want to be a plus two. There's nothing wrong with Yeah, that. if that's your hobby. Some people's hobby is woodworking. They want to do as good a job as they can. No. I mean, they have to stop doing it. Obsessive personality is what I have, though. Is Obsessive, it? 100%. Kind of screws you in member guests, though, when you're giving pops to everybody. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, hey, you know, that's the that's the system. What are you going to do? Uh, Tim, will you take up bowling after you uh, master golf? Maybe you can make the St. Louis Hall of Fame with Iggy. That's from the Hunchback of Uncastle. I could never see Tim bowling. Why is that? 
Well, not, I mean, that's fun, but not bowling in a league, mm-hmm. you know, 38 weeks out of the year. You'd have to high-five everybody after a spare and yeah. everything. Could I just play by myself, like in a like in a private bowling alley? Because, yeah. like, would anybody know what the downstroke is at St. Louis Country like, Clubs? phone in your scores? Now, if you guys want, <clears throat> I guess I could do this on the air. Um, <laughs> I have, I got all the emails back from everybody from last year. I have one opening. What do we have? We talking gobble ball? Gobble ball. Oh, wow. I like to give it to TMA. Not not listeners. Jackson, Plowsy, if Doug wants a bowl, Madison, bring Sweet Sweet Kai. I want to give you guys. Oh, a, Sweet Sweet Kai can go? Sweet, sweet Tim, I'll give you guys a team if you want one. Nice. Sweet. What, uh, what is the date? Uh, Saturday, November uh, 18th. Saturday, November 18th. 18th. Yeah, oh, so you guys got the spot. Just fill it how you want. Winner takes it all. Loser takes the fall. TMA team. We'd need bowling shirts. Well, get them made. Well, well, don't tell me what to easy do. Easy access drawers. Ooh, yeah. Billy. Can we have a bowling, like a onesie with a drop seat? Oh, yeah. Footies? No, and, it's for you guys. I don't want you zips. to give it away oh. to five listeners. Or Lick shows up with... Whatever. No, it's money. For, it's for the show. <laughs> you get a show, a show team. Shows up with just a barrel of money. <laughs> I think Rizzuto's got a show, a uh, team together. Yeah, Riz was there last year. Yeah, they got a team, so it'll probably be, I guess, all of them. Riz and King Scott, Moon, Learn. Learn. First, Learn. Mention nine. Oh, I, I mentioned the show. Okay, I just want to keep the records straight. Um, I guess I'll all bowl unless they're out of town. See the Wait. issue with me. That's all that our wedding anniversary, yeah. November nineteenth. I mean, Moon is almost out of town every week. But I was there last playing. year. Yeah, you came last year. If we're in town. Uh, and I, I think will absolutely. Rafe is out of town a lot, uh, doing, doing comedy. comedy gigs. So. No. Iggy, will you bowl with us if we all come? Oh, bowling? that could give us a fighting chance. No, we? I have retired. But what if we all come out and we're bowling? Like well, you got to, you got to go throw at least one ball. I've got too much to do. I got a hundred something things to give away. I got to start you rattling are working off. During that. I got to start I, raffling off numbers as soon as they throw their first ball. There's no doubt, but you could throw one ball. I just want to see you and your element, man. Yeah, maybe I'll throw one ball. It'll be the first ball I thrown. Uh, came up on my memories the other day when I announced my retirement. It was like six years ago. It's the last time I threw. You a ball. announced your retirement. Yes, you did. I just I didn't announce. Social I media on, graphics. I put on Facebook <laughs> that that's it. I'm tired of bowling. This is my last year, and I just bitched about. You know, it's kind of sad when, you know, you got to get up in the morning and you're wondering where the next team is to bowl, and they're all in the bar doing shots. And I don't know why I said this. I said, and one lady's, you know, out feeding her baby, you know, bowl. So I said, this is my last year. I'm done with it. I imagine your retirement similar to Jeter's where the little kid tips his cap. Hey, man, yeah, respect. respect. Yeah, yeah. through my last ball, and it's kind of <laughs> give it a cap and see ya. Never. <laughs> I think you should come down, throw one ball, strike, mic drop, and then just strut away. Well, that probably wouldn't be a strike. Dart in mouth. I haven't thrown a ball in six years. You can't just pick up a ball and throw a strike. Sometimes you get lucky. Well, it's like riding a bike. I mean, once you do it, it's not like I forgot how to bowl, but... Okay, then I don't expect to see the strike. No, I'm not going to say anything, because that'll be the next thing from the listeners. Uh, Gary, out of 12 balls, I bet you can't throw four strikes. Then Talk about entertaining video. Then I would have to do that it would be... because I was asked to do it, but I don't. I have no intent. I have no desire to bowl. I really don't miss it. But gobble bowl is fun. Everybody has a good time. So you guys have a TMA team. There it is, Doug. Right. Saturday, November 18th. Okay. How do you do? 
I'm fine. Uh, send your emails in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. Uh, that's coming your way at 945. Taylor Twelman will be with us on Balloon Party at 1015. You can talk it over with Patrick Patrick in the YouTube chat from 10 to 11. Uh, he's, not a, he's, not a, he's not a friend of the program, but he listens every day, and he's a friend of ours. You see what I'm saying? He could yeah. be a friend of ours, but not a friend of the program. Well, sure. Patrick Patrick? Patrick Patrick. Who's, who's that? He's the guy in Balloon Party uh, YouTube chat who uh, interacts with our audience, kind of uh. like Gabe interacted with the audience yesterday. Gabe, by the way, just flipped an Alabama guy in his uh, future cast. Guy uh, Drake Kirkpatrick Jr. is a corner from Garden, uh, no, uh, Gadsden, Gadsden, Doug? Is it Gadsden, Alabama? No. He said Gabe flipped him, meaning he's going to go to Missouri. Uh, projecting in his future cast that this kid, who everybody would expect to be going to Roll Todd, now he thinks will be going to Missouri. Oh. How about that? To me, that's the measure of how good the recruit is, is who else was going after him. I mean, if, if He's got 18 wanted... total offers, yeah. including, of course, Roll Todd and War Eagle. Yeah. There's no better endorsement than that. We took him away from Alabama. And this colonel, he's having a big, uh, big week. Missouri's having a big week. Basketball yeah, and more than the colonel. The colonel's just reporting it. I always think it's the colonel. Can you imagine not. being like a junior in high school, like the number one recruit in the country? You got 30 schools after you, knowing that when I graduate, I play a couple of years at this school. I'm gonna be a millionaire in, in another few years playing in the NFL. Yeah. Just that feeling, being a 16-year-old kid. Knowing that? Uh, Larry Thornton, who I'm a big uh, lemming of, says his dad went to Alabama, too. Did he play in the NFL? That's a name that sounds familiar. Gadsden? Like that's a name that sounds... Yeah, it does. I've heard it somewhere. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't remember where. Uh, we don't miss you bowling. We also don't miss the retirement story that we've heard a minimum of ten times. That's from Stephen Wildwood. Well, I don't think I've ever... I mean, you just want to bitch about everything I, I say. No. I don't think I've ever mentioned that I said that on Facebook. It just happened to come up on my memories yesterday, so I don't... Remember saying it, but uh, just keep bitching. Just enjoy your life sitting on your patio looking at girls and jerking off. Oh! Doug, it was so, such a vivid attack. Yeah, do that on the patio? <laughs> What's well, the well, he situation? Loves to be, he loves to people watch, and he talks yeah. about waking up in the middle of the night and masturbating. So, have at it. It's going to be a big mic drop today. Mm-hmm. What's the Lanai situation in your apartment now? Is that back under control? All these people that moved into the next door apartment, are they? Well, I took the chairs away, so they can't yeah. unless they <laughs> so unless, they, unless they find them and put them out. They, they just uh, stand around on your lanai now, or what? They're just it's it's sad. Well, why is it sad? I mean, the, are the, they the guy who, the guy who lives caddy corner from me, nice guy. Uh, he had a call in sick yesterday because he couldn't sleep because there was like seven, eight upstairs just running around, walking around, stomping around. He didn't go to bed, so he called in sick. And I think last night he went to his buddy's house and slept. I mean, you shouldn't have to do that. Well, can you complain to the office management? Uh, he did, and then he said, what's the, what's the apartment number? He said, I don't know, right above me. I need an apartment number. Well, look up where I'm living, and it's right above me. I can't do anything unless you come down with an apartment number. Oh, my God. Okay, well, then you go and get the number, and then you go back to the office. I think he did do that, but uh, I said something yesterday. There's a maintenance guy there. And he goes, yeah, we're aware of it. And I said, well, you do anything? No, we try. I haven't seen anybody down here. I don't know. Legally, I don't know what you could do. Yeah, I try not to worry about it. I just keep to myself. But I'm more. I got more problems because I sent a letter to 
the property people yesterday and said, look, I'm not paying what you want to raise it. If you want to talk and we can talk about something, you know, I know you have parameters like square footage, uh, <clears throat> you know, are you overlooking the f yard, ground floor, all that stuff. I said, but I would think you'd take into consideration somebody's lived here for 20 years, has been a perfect tenant, has never been late with rent, gets along with everybody, staff likes me. You'd think you would take that into consideration when you're coming up with rent. So if she gets back to me today, fine. If she doesn't, I'm going to have to move. So I'm not. I'm not paying what wow. they want. Wow, this is it. I'm not paying what they want to ask. Well, it seems like all the signs are there to move. If they're allowing people to come in, and you got seven or eight people living together, not a family, but just what recent immigrants that are causing trouble for people. Yeah, I don't know. I don't well, know. why the hell wouldn't you want to get out? I don't know. They're not causing trouble except for the fact that uh, they're stomping around late at night, so <laughs> loud that people can't sleep. Yeah, I'm lucky. I got. A single guy living above me who's been there for a while and he's very quiet so bull um yeah i don't know can we get a live read or just go to a commercial break <laughs> house man house man house man people like are begging for commercial breaks house man i think you got to get out of there Iggy. i just hate moving and I, I love living where i do it's not a bad place and plus i'm three minutes from work that's the main well there are other thing. apartments in that area that you could go to well, i could look but but what? You know, first and last months, down payment, security deposit. It's a lot of it's a lot of cash to fork out before you even move in. I'm moving on Friday. Look at Jackson. Nice. You have to fork out a lot of cash too. Mm, not really. Same landlord, so it's pretty easy. Yeah. Winner takes it all. Loser takes the fall. Fight till the beginning of the end. And 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 and. I'll figure it out. Perfect tenant, other than you sit there and smoke in it. That's from Beer Cats, Milagro Tequila oh. Listener of the Month. What was that? Perfect tenant, other than you smoke in it. I don't smoke in my apartment. You do in the bathroom, and then you have the fan. <laughs> well, so what? <laughs> it goes it goes in the fan and goes away. I don't know. My apartment doesn't smell like smoke. My apartment, my drapes aren't brown. I've never lit a cigarette in the proper apartment there, in the apartment proper. I'm beginning to really like these live reads because it shuts Iggy up. <laughs> Have your salespeople call me. I might buy some endorsements. That's from Stephen Wildwood. Oh. You know, why don't you just go away? Oh, gosh. No, what are you going to buy an endorsement? Hey, I'm an appraiser. Call me. I'll see what the place down the street. Why is that Ned Reynolds appraising home? I'll see what the place down the street costs, and then I'll tell you what yours costs. I really don't know what's happened to you. I mean, you, you, you just trash me everything I say you trash, and I just don't get it. God, enough about Jackson moving. Jesus, that's from KG and O-Town. You looking forward to the move, Jackson? Uh, yeah, I don't like the process of moving. No. You know, it's kind of a pain in the ass, but luckily my old place was uh, pre-furnished. Nice. So all I'm basically moving is clothes and uh, some appliances and bric-a-brac. Oh, well, I like that, Doug. You like that? Bric-a-brac. <laughs> like that God bless it. Um, like antiques? Yeah, you know, books and such. Uh, and don't say and such. Uh, so I have to, I'm getting a new, like, chair slash couch, kind of a love seat. And then I got <laughs> a, uh, a bed frame and a bed. So that's like the heaviest, in my desk. That's it? In my desk. And then, uh, so that part isn't going to be great. But all, all in all, yes, I am looking forward to, uh, you know, new beginnings. You have somebody to help you move? My cousin. He's got a truck. Sweet, sweet oh. guy. No, nah, he's in West Virginia. He's useless to me. <laughs> oh. I don't know if I can get anybody to help me move, because last time I has, asked guys to help me move, they didn't like the beer I gave them. <laughs> <laughs> Plowhawk is now stunned. <laughs> when was this? 
when I had to move 50 yards from my old place to this place. Yeah. And it really wasn't moving. They were just like carrying things 50 yards. But That's moving. I put some... Uh, I put some beer out for them, and they didn't like it. They said it was stale, old beer. So well, actually, why did you serve them old beer? They actually went up to the 7-Eleven or the liquor store up the street, and they bought their own beer. I felt bad. They helped me move, and they had to go buy their own beer. Yes, you do smoke in your apartment. I moved you. It smelled like smoke. I'm sure you don't notice it because you smoke, but it absolutely smelled like smoke. Matt, who bowls at Hanks, if you're listening, please verify. Doug, that's from Milagro Tequila, Lister of the Month, Beer Cats. Oh, we don't care what you think. It didn't smell like smoke. Maybe the people before me smoked. I don't know. Well, maybe you're just used to it and you don't maybe, notice it. Maybe because two of the guys that helped me move were smoking cigarettes in there. And that's oh, what you smell. Uh, I'm a bat. He said, can we smoke in here? I said, I don't care. I'm leaving. You can do what you want. How long had that beer <laughs> sat to get so stale? Eh, probably been in the icebox for about a year or so. Don't say icebox. And it was kind of like IPA beers. It wasn't like, I mean, they wanted Bud Light. and It was like IPAs. Uh, I like the Ned Reynolds part. If you don't know why I'm upset, then you really are more of a narcissist than I thought. That's from Stephen Wildwood. No, I don't know why you're upset. I mean, what kind of a life do you have that you're upset about something that's, that I'm talking about on the air? You know, I can turn it off and come back in a little while. Or go listen to your self-talk. Go listen to your mic drops and masturbate. Oh, mm. that would be an oh, interesting... Oh, look, it's a great mo Don't take. make the motion. God, can you imagine putting your own mic drop on a It's like Harrison sound. Ford and Raiders of the Lost uh, Ark, and it could have been uh, Tom uh, Selleck. Oh, great. Full circle. Great mo take. Uh, it was two-year-old chocolate stout, and it was disgusting. It's from Beer Cats. He <laughs> well, went to the tequila listener. decent beer. <laughs> I did say it was IPAs, and I said it was my fault. It was, I, I didn't go out and buy regular beer. I just had that old beer in there. Well, then it was on you to go to the liquor store to buy the I, I didn't know they beer. were going. They just came back with a, two 12-packs oh. and iced it up. I said, I, I would have went and got it for you. I said, no, that's fine. So I didn't say go get your own beer. No. They went and got it on themselves. And but again, you did hand them two-year-old stouts. Well, I thought maybe they'll like it. And again, the... Uh, the smoke you smelt was two of the guys who were in there smoking, so that's what you smelt. Good morning. I'm staging a walkout on the show to protest Iggy's Motormouth. Who is with me? That's from the afternoon altar boy. Doug, they're getting up oh, and walking out. It I, I feels like I'm it. done for the day. That's fine. You don't have to be done for the well, day. I don't, wanna, I don't wanna upset the listeners. Nine thirty. I'm pretty much done. We have a break in emails, so we are pretty much done for the day. Oh, that's nice of me. I'm done for the day. Oh, my God. All right. Design air heating and cool email today. Could be adventurous today. Jackson, I'll have an adventure from 10 to 11. Uh, I've got a sound story right after balloon party. Doug, you have one at 1030? Yes, sir. 1030, 1130, shoot. Book your sound story, my sound story. Dot com uh, is where you can get yours, and we'll take a commercial break. Come back with our design, air, heating, and cooling email today. This is the Ryan Kelly morning after.